0: Hello and welcome to episode 74, it's finally here of Kings of Consoles. Uh, this is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. Uh, today, we are checking out the number two seed, The Legend of Zelda, as it takes on the number 95 seed, Mega Man 4. I'm Pat Dooley.
1: And I'm Ricky Geraldo. Pat, we're back.
0: We're <laughs> back. Oh my God, I missed you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have actually seen you in person since the last time we recorded. Uh, that is that's true. How long it's been since we recorded. Yeah, we were... We were talking before we before we got started. We have not had a new episode since August fifth. Uh, so by the time this episode comes out on the thirtieth, it will have been eight weeks. Uh, so we do we're apologize. <laughs> yeah. You know, life got in the way. I I battled COVID. Uh, you know, our work schedules have been insane. We were both in Chicago uh, for uh, for a weekend, without access to being able to record anything. But like a day for me, for a day <laughs> for you, for 16 hours, for 16 hours. Oh. Yeah. Um, we, uh, life has finally settled down a little bit to the point where we can actually, uh, find some time to hop on, well, play the games to begin with, uh, and then, uh, actually record and edit and upload an episode for you. So hopefully you guys have missed us as much as we've missed you. Uh, but I definitely missed playing old games. Um you want to uh you just kind of jump right in?
1: Let's do it, man. Yeah, it's it's been a long time, so I'm glad we finally talk about it.
0: Yeah, well, and actually before we uh before we jump in, because it's been so long, because it's been eight weeks, I figured we should probably do just a real quick recap of what's already happened in round three, uh just in case you know you've forgotten. Uh Metal Storm, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, Mega Man 2. Journey to Silius, and Final Fantasy have all advanced to the round of 16, uh, eliminating Excitebike, Bionic Commando, Little Samson, Mega Man 3, and Ninja Gaiden 2, The Dark Sword of Chaos. Uh, So today we are going to get our sixth uh, of the final 16. Uh, Rearranged the episode order. You can see the new schedule on Challenge. Um, But we just... Because they wanted to keep the Castlevania games in October uh, was the main reason that that happened. Uh, so there was just a little a little bit of, you know, moving stuff around. But because we had already said on that last episode that this was going to be the next one, we decided to go ahead and keep this uh, as the next one uh, rather than be, use it. You were going to talk about Zelda. Why are you talking about Metroid? <laughs> so just to get out in front of that, that's why we did that. Uh, but yeah, so our underdog this week, number 95, Mega Man 4. Uh, it is a 1992 action platformer from Capcom, directed by Yoshinori Takanaka, who also is credited as a, as a designer alongside S. Kobayashi and Keiji Inafune. Uh, Inafune is also credited as an artist, along with Hayato Kaji and Kazunori Tazaki. Uh, the game was produced by Tokuro Fujiwara, uh, programmed by Tadashi Kuwana and its soundtrack was composed by Minai Fuji and Yasuaki Fujita. Uh, We first saw this way back in Episode 9, when it beat Gradius, Uh, and then again in Episode 62, when it eliminated Micro Machines. Uh, In the year 20XX, a new villain has emerged, a Russian scientist named Dr. Kasek, and his plan to dominate the world is basically the same as Dr. Wily's. Eight robot masters, excuse me. Dr. Light equips Mega Man with a new and improved Mega Buster and sends him after them. Of course, the reason the plot is exactly the same as Dr. Wily's is because Wily is manipulating Cossack as he's kidnapped Cossack's daughter Kalinka, which then leads to another final showdown between Mega Man and Dr. Wily. In addition to the new Mega Buster, the game also introduces the wire adapter and balloon adapter, which are hidden in-game rather than awarded to Mega Man for beating a boss. Also, the game introduces Flip Top Eddie, a character who literally opens the top of his head to give Mega Man a power-up of some kind. He was originally <laughs> created during development for Mega Man 2, but didn't actually wind up appearing until 4. Uh, this is the lowest-ranked Mega Man game on IGN's list and the lowest-ranked game remaining in the tournament. Uh, and several publications and reviewers considered this a sort of turning point for the quality of the series. Jeremy Parrish from OneUp.com writes, here's where the series starts to go off the rails a bit. The Dr. Wily fake-out was silly, the music was terrible, the bosses and weapons are uninspired, and the ability to charge up the Mega Buster is often cited as a game-breaking innovation. Uh, It did, however, win Nintendo Power's award for best overall game of 1992, uh, and it is one of five games left in the tournament from Capcom. So, big question. We've now played Mega Man 4 for three hours, you know, spread over the course of uh you know a year and a half now at this point uh yeah. does it still hold up is this still a uh a worthy contender for the crown
1: uh i kind of have to agree with that review yeah looking back in it the mega buster is kind of broken it is charging up uh-huh. like you can you can beat this game i mean i've spoilers but i believe i already beat this game in previous episode
0: i think you did yeah
1: yeah so I don't know. And yet, he's right. The music, you know, it's not, we you know how good the music could be in a Mega Man game. Yes. And it could, Mega Man 2, guys, I still listen to it in my car. Like,
0: it's yeah. so good. The soundtrack to Mega Man, I mean, Mega Man 2 might have the best soundtrack of any game in the entire tournament out of any of the 100 games. It's at least in the conversation. I mean, Mario, the original Mario, probably has it beat, but. I don't know, man. Mega Man Two, that music is so good,
1: so good. So, uh, so yeah, I think I think it's it has a one of the best intros ever. I love the intro of this game.
0: That opening this cinematic is, is fantastic. It's the really
1: opening good. cinematic is hands down the best part
0: of this game. Yeah. yeah that's probably true once you hit start it kind of all goes downhill from there
1: yeah and here's the thing it's not a bad game definitely not a bad game no no, it would it definitely does deserve to be up here but you could tell that this is not the best mega man Mm -hmm. now now that we played so long so many hours of number two or uh i think that's it right number two is the only one that's left
0: um I believe cause, cause, you're right of the Mega Man games. There's still a couple yeah. other Capcom games.
1: Because I believe, oh uh, no, uh,
0: five is still in it. Five is going to um, be against RC Pro Am uh, later in this round. Uh, but yeah, so two, yeah, two, four, and five are the only Mega Man's left. One and three are both gone. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, we talked about when we talked about Mega Man three way back in July, two episodes ago. Um about how there was sort of a changing of the guard at Capcom in terms of who was in charge of the Mega Man franchise. Um, but three was still really good. Um, like just really, really good. Didn't quite beat Journey to Silius, which is our our Cinderella story of the tournament. Um, but you can definitely feel the the pains of it here in four. Like three, three still had some of that Mega Man two magic to it. This one, just kind of feels like they they knew they needed to make another Mega Man, so they just made another Mega Man. Yeah. Definitely none of the, none of the enemies are particularly inspired. Um, like I mean some of the levels are cool. Like Skullman's level is is cool. And the design of of uh, of se- several of them like uh, Skullman and Pharaoh Man both have have really cool looks. Um, and,
1: and Wally looks Wally's castle looks kind of great too.
0: Yeah. yeah. I thought would. No, I agree. <clears throat> it's just, you know, coming off of two and three, which are just, you know, obviously Mega Man 2 has, in my opinion, the best bosses in the entire series. Uh, but then three also had like, you know, very cool levels. You know, the like Snake Man's level was really cool and uh uh, it, it just it felt like a, a, a pretty significant step back for the franchise here um, yeah. and uh, yeah definitely that uh, that comment from uh, was it paris at the uh, uh, parish sorry from uh, one up.com uh, about the mega buster yeah you're you're 100 right it's you you probably if you were good enough at this game and you devoted enough time to it could probably beat the game just using the Mega Buster. Um, yeah, but uh, that's it. I also felt like this is uh, still this is really hard, but in like the cheap kind of hard Mega Man, not in the fun like Mega Man Two challenge hard. Um, but like a lot of the times I was dying were in like, oh come on really, uh, places. I yeah.
1: It it. Yeah, that's the thing that like the other games are hard and fun. This time, some levels were pretty just hard. Yeah. Just to be hard. It's like, yeah. oh, this random guy came out of nowhere just to kill me. Okay, cool.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to jump across this gap. Oh, hey, there's an enemy that wasn't there before that's just going to knock you out of the air and you die. Um, I, we both talked a, a little bit in previous episodes about uh, how did this get played, the podcast. Um, and Nick Weiger tells a story on one episode about how when he was in game development, uh, sometimes when a, a level or a boss is too easy, their solution to it would just be to raise like the number of hit points that the enemy has, um, which just makes the game longer. It doesn't necessarily make it harder. It just kind of makes it cheaper. And I feel like that was kind of how they were with this. Like they they played through the levels like, oh, this one was pretty easy. Uh, let's add a, like a fish thing that jumps out from between these two platforms when you're jumping over it. Like, well, <laughs> you didn't know right. you don't need to do that. You have to stand on this pixel to trigger them jumping; otherwise, they will jump into you while you're in midair. Yeah, just it's kind of cheap uh, and so cheap, disappointing. And part of it is that like both games this week are really hard, so. You know, kind of playing them both back to back was was probably clouds both of them uh, because, like, all that came out of that gaming session was frustration. <laughs> uh. Well, so let's uh let's move on to uh, the odds-on favorite here, uh, the number two seed in the tournament. Uh, again, these uh, for those of you that haven't listened, well, nobody's listened for eight weeks. But for those of you that are listening for the first time, uh, we took IGN's list of the 100 best NES games to to make our bracket. Uh, Zelda shows up number two there. Uh, This is a 1987 action-adventure game developed and published by Nintendo, directed by Shigeru Miyamoto, who also produced, and Takashi Tezuka, who also designed the game. Uh, It was written by Tezuka with backstory for the game manual written by Keiji Terui. Uh, It was programmed by Toshihiko Nakago, Yasunari Soejima and Aimerui, and the iconic score was composed by Koji Kondo. Because of course, it was. Uh, it, it had a first round bye, uh, and then back in episode fifty-seven, we saw it beat Gargoyles Quest to the Demon Darkness to get to this point. The small kingdom of Hyrule is invaded by the Prince of Darkness Ganon, who has stolen the Triforce of Power. To prevent him from stealing the Triforce of Wisdom, Princess Zelda splits it into eight fragments, which she then places in eight secret underground dungeons before being abducted by Ganon. The hero Link's journey begins when he finds a mysterious old man in a cave who tells him, it's dangerous to go alone, take this, and gives him his first sword. He then sets off to find the pieces <laughs> of the Triforce of Wisdom, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, get the Triforce of Power back from Ganon, and rest. Uh, it was a launch title for the Famicom Disk System in Japan, but the cartridge version uh, was released nearly two years after the release in the NES in the States. Uh, it was the first home console game to ever include an internal save battery, uh, which is uh, is notable wow. and historic. Uh, it is the yeah. sixth best-selling game in NES history, with over 6.5 million copies sold, And it is the fourth highest remaining in the tournament behind Super Mario Bros. 1, 2, and 3. Uh, And it is one of 11 games still in the tournament uh, published by Nintendo. So, we spent the two hours with it uh, in round two, and now the hour with it this time. Uh, Have your feelings on Zelda changed at all?
1: I know, it's still the same old Zelda. Like Once again, I know I'm going to get a lot of crap for it. Zelda is not for me. Like, <laughs> I'm the only one I've truly liked was
0: uh, Ocarina of Time. The classic. Uh, I, I still yep. contend that's probably the best in the entire franchise. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't
1: know what it is with Zelda games that just, I, I get it. It's a great game. 100% great. Like, all the yeah. things you could do this sort of like, here you go. Like, good luck is there it's actually you know thinking about it it's very breath of the wild like i didn't know how Zelda yes. breath of the wild was
0: yeah if just you a think pure about open it, world, it, you're just kind of dropped yeah. into it all right go off and explore find stuff we're not gonna hold your hand
1: yep so i get where it's coming from but
0: yeah <laughs> well I personally enjoyed it significantly more this time around. I don't know what it was, but a big part of it was I had the boomerang this time, which is basically a literal game changer. Um, A lot of times when you don't have the boomerang and you're just relying on, well, I got to get in close to this thing to kill it. So of course it's going to hit me because it takes me three or four slashes of my sword to kill this, you know, Octorok or whatever. Um, been all the while it's, you know, shooting rocks at me. Um, but you hit it with the boomerang, stun it, and then run over, slash, 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 and it's dead. Much easier. Uh, uh, we also, we had talked back in episode 57 about how, you know, part of the goal is we wanted to play these games one, as blind as we could, but also in the way that people playing it in 1987 would have played it. And in 1987... What? you would have had a guide. Like there was a map in the instruction manual of where everything was. So I found a map online. That was all I did was I just found a map to where the dungeons were. I didn't look up any hints or tricks on how to get through the dungeons. Uh, But just even just having that little bit of extra information of of where I was going made the, you know, there was way less like wandering around. Like, well, I have seen this quadrant of bushes 14 times in the last hour sure. and I don't know where I'm going. Uh but yeah, I so I enjoyed it a lot more this time than I did the first time, but again, like <clears throat> the reason this is iconic is because of what came after. Like with no without Legend of Zelda there would be no, you know, Link to the Past for Super Nintendo, which is also a great game. There'd be no Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, you know, Twilight Princess, Breath of the Wild, all of these great games that have come since as part of the franchise. This jumping off point, uh, it, 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 honestly, one of the weaker games in the franchise, but it did set the tone. It's got that Koji Kondo score. Um, yep. it's got you know, it's got the boomerang, it's got the swords, it's got the shields, it's got the bombs, it's got the da, 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 when you find a hidden thing. Uh, it's like this is where it all began. Uh, but I feel like that number two seat is very, very high for the actual quality of the game.
1: Yeah, I think if there was a Video Game Hall of Fame, this would be in it, for oh, sure. Course. Yeah, absolutely. But, it's
0: a trailblazer.
1: But yeah, I... Uh, I agree. It's... I don't know. It needs... uh It's a... I don't... Oh, man. I'm so, like, torn about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's
0: understandable. Well, do we want to? Because we kind of tiptoed around it a little bit. Do we want to talk about who made it farther? Sure, let's do it. Who made it farther? Who made it farther? All right, thank you again. It's been a while, but Rhino, thank you for that... uh, Who Made It Farther theme. It was nice to hear that again after eight weeks. Um, Mega Man 4. um, I'm just going to give this to you because I know, like you mentioned, you've already beaten it once. Um, So unless you somehow got worse at it uh, over time. uh, I spent the entire hour trying to beat any boss. Just any boss. Um, My password had me passed... Uh, Toad Man, Bright Man, and Pharaoh Man. Um, I made it to Ring Man several times, only to die um, every time. Uh, and I also made it to Skull Man a couple of times, only to die. Um, and then I i don't remember what other levels I played. Dive Man, I think, and not Drill Man, but whatever the other one is. Uh, I played that. I played basically. I played every level that I hadn't already beat multiple times, and didn't didn't progress at all, at all, at all. So yeah, so that's another one for you, uh, Zelda. Yeah. So oh, sorry, I got go to yeah. Th-
1: yeah. The second time I got to, I got to uh, what do you call it? Um, Drill man. Okay. So I made it. So I beat all the ones, and then I love Man for last because I don't know if you don't know, man is supposed to be the final guy you meet.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you need Dive Man's weapon to beat him, but to beat Dive Man, you need Skull Man's weapon, and to beat Skull Man, you need yeah, yeah, uh, game of rock paper scissors that is the Mega Man franchise. It's true. So, yeah, yeah, seven to zero is a pretty significant uh, difference between the two of us on that one. Uh, (laughs) Zelda, um, you know, it's nice having that internal save battery that uh, uh, games before it never had. I was able to pick up where I left off last time. Uh, Have you, how many of the dungeons have you beat, if any?
1: Uh, So, the last part I got to the dungeon... Or the last dungeon I got to was the one where it says it's a secret to everybody. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, that's the water
0: one. Oh, the the uh, the moblin that shows it, like where you're like in that cave, and he, there's like a rupee in front of him. Yeah, and yep. if you don't attack him, he gives you the rupee.
1: That's where I got. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And granted, I. I I don't have the map. I am just doing this.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am doing this on the fly, so I am like, oh, I met this guy.
0: Okay. So how many Triforce pieces did you have? I think I had one. One. Okay. I got a. I had a second. I I got a second one during this hour, because um, I still had the one from the last time, and I was on my way to a third when time ran out. Um, but yeah, these. I mean, these dungeons are legit. The yeah, the, the difficulty level definitely ramps up when you get into the uh, into the actual dungeons. Um, yeah, that was part of the reason to, why I looked yeah. up
1: the map. Like I said, I think I'm going to look up the if it moves on. I'm definitely going to try to get that map because yeah. I have no idea where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, if I I think I just googled like Link map or Legend of Zelda NES Link or. Uh, map pdf or something and i found like somebody had uh, had scanned like an old tips and tricks guide uh that had the tips full map tricks. in it so i miss you <laughs> video game magazines i miss you every day oh man,
1: man you would know cause... i probably stopped buying you that's why you went out of business but i still yeah. miss you. Because
0: <laughs> once, once game facts came around there was not a whole lot yeah. of need for tips and tricks or oh uh, i even miss EGO. game facts i don't know
1: was the last time I used
0: that, I used it for uh oh, when I went back after it had been eliminated from the tournament. Uh, I used it for Shadowgate. Uh, when I was uh, when I went back to beat that just on my own because I wanted to, uh, I used a, a walkthrough on Game Facts, but that was the first time in years because there's YouTube now,
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And I remember, and, you remember when people would make the logo out of, like, other letters?
0: Yeah, the, uh, what, SC2 or whatever, the, yeah, yeah use the symbols to make it. Yeah, those, those were the days. Some of that art was really impressive.
1: Yeah, it's some good stuff.
0: Yeah. Real good stuff. Well, do we, uh, we're ready to pick a winner here? Let's do it. All right, who you got? has To be Zelda once again,
1: Zelda yeah. moves on just because honestly, I don't think Mega Man 4 was the competition for it.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely the weakest of the, the Mega Man games we've played, uh, for the tournament. And Zelda, you know, for all its flaws, is you know, it's an iconic game, definitely belongs in the final 16. I agree with you. Zelda's going through. Uh, It also got 100% of our online vote when we put out the poll on Facebook and Twitter. Um, That now, it's not free and clear, because now Zelda uh, will face either River City Ransom or Super Mario Bros. 2 in the next round. Uh, So that is a a steep hill to climb, which, I mean, let's be honest, it's probably going to be River City Ransom. Um, Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah. I can definitely see River City Ransom making it to the the quarterfinals of our tournament, which it's crazy to think that we're that close to the quarterfinals after starting with 100. Uh, But yeah, so Zelda moves on. uh, And it's time for us to move on to Ryan O's question of the week, uh, which is, you have $10 to spend on DLC. Do you get A, one new character, B, two new levels, C, three legendary items or D five costumes
1: new level that's my choice that's that's the
0: same I you know I mean the 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 real honest answer is it depends like because it would depend on what that new character was or what those levels were in all honesty I don't care about the costumes um I I think they're fun but I it's not a thing I need Uh, definitely no need to spend actual money on it um so i mean if the new character was like amazing then i might go with a but i think just like at face value of the question i would much rather have the two extra levels yeah i'm I'm right there with you right it's just
1: yeah if it's
0: you do like the game enough gameplay, to be, yeah yeah if i like the game enough to be spending money on dlc it's because i want more of the game so i want more levels agreed all right well uh we will be back next week next week not eight weeks from now uh, we <laughs> will return <laughs> the, the tournament continues in october on the first thursday of october uh, where we will be seeing uh, – it's actually going to be the first time in round three where we will see the two games that were supposed to make it this far based on their seeds uh, when number 10, DuckTales, takes on number 23, Bubble Bobble. Uh, that is going to be – that's a good one. That's going to be an insane you know matchup. What's, of... fu- Those is, games what's funny
1: is uh, there's a new Bubble Bobble that came out for Steam, I think, recently
0: yes uh i saw yeah. that when i was researching for the um for for notes for when we do record that episode i always like to get a head start on those uh i can't remember what it's called though bubble so that- Story? bubble that worry bubble bubble for friends the baron's workshop is that the one nice
1: that should be it, yeah. Yep,
0: release date September 30th. Yep. It's the original arcade game and an expansion that I was already out and a new workshop mode. Uh, that's new on Steam. Yeah. So let me see, what is that workshop mode? No, oh, that's fun. You can build your own uh your own stages. With blocks, oh, enemies, cool. and the wind that blows the bubbles around in some levels. That's, that's awesome. really cool.
1: I may need to check that out. What is that?
0: Yeah, the plan release dates September 30. So all you can do on Steam right now is just add it to your wish list. But yeah, Bubble Bubble for Friends, colon, the Baron's Workshop uh, is coming this. What day is the 30th? Actually, uh, next Thursday. When, Man, we are good at this. When that episode (laughs) drops, the day that episode comes out, you'll be able to play a new Bubble Bobble game. That's awesome. September 30th is next next Thursday, which will be when that episode comes out. So that's exciting. Uh, Yeah, so DuckTales Against Bubble Bobble next week. Zelda beat Mega Man 4 this week. Uh, You can see the full bracket updated through, you know, as of eight weeks ago over at our challenge page, challenge.com slash kings of consoles. Challenge is spelled like challenge, but with an O instead of the first E. Uh, Coffee, ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles. If you want to you know, buy us a cup of coffee. Uh, I'm not going to plug the Twitch. We don't Twitch anymore. Facebook.com slash kings of consoles. We are at kings of consoles on Twitter. You can email us pod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Loopy and I'm at Ricky G and several. And of course, you know you can uh, subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Uh, leave us a review in the, uh, the iTunes Store or whatever whatever app you're using to listen to this, uh, and rate the show as well. Because you know, the more ratings and the more reviews we get, the higher we show up in the search algorithms, and uh, more people can uh, go on this insane journey with us that only has 25 more episodes. We are, we're basically three quarters of the way through this just madness of a tournament. Uh, so that's, uh, that's exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to next week. I'm going to have a really good time playing both those games. Uh, two of yep. my all-time favorites. It's going to be, uh, going to be a good time. Yeah, man. Ducktales. Here we go.
1: <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Thank so... you. I was hoping you were uh, I was, I was aiming for. This is why we're uh, friends. That's this is right. Friends. That's exactly right. On the same
0: wavelength. Uh so yeah, until uh until next week when we play DuckTales and Bubble Bobble, play old games. Play old games, everyone. We're back. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me. Petty Lee. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song the intro for a non-existent video game. which can be found at Free Music Records. Sound effects for this week's games can be found on a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or.